Here's a message from Ken Lavica. I believe, you believe, here's the refrain. Heat in five. Stone the Panowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Uh, hey, Stone. This time on Monday, tell me what the Heat playoff series is going to be. One to nil. That's right. One game to none. Heat. The opponent's TBD. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's going to be one zip. Good guys. Monday at noon. NBA playoffs are here, baby. Woo! Ken Levick alive. It is a Friday. Wrapping up the week. This is day two of my work week. I feel great. Jeanette Javier. She's here for Friday duties. She was here on Monday. I wasn't here. She's come back second time around to see me, to hang, to do a movie review. And she hangs out on this Friday. She's ready for the postseason. That's right. Heat in five, baby. Stone the Banner. It's Friday Night Lights. He's running this catastrophe until 2 o'clock in the end of John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the rainy and gridlocked Intracoastal because sweet mother of God did it take me forever to get to downtown West Palm Beach today. Yikes. I almost took the tri-rail today to yeah, work. It was miserable. You know what's not miserable? Sunday, 1 p.m., that's when the heat Take the floor. Let it roll. It is time. One o'clock on Sunday. Jesus emerges from the tomb. And then the heat take that ass. I don't care if it's Cavs ass. I don't care if it's Hawks ass. They're taking that ass. Eat that ham. Color that egg, eat that bunny ear, and then take that ass. Game one, baby, Sunday, 1 p.m., right here on ESPN 106.3. The Heat and TBD. We'll find out tonight, but it doesn't matter. No, sir. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It does not matter at all, period. Mark it. Mark it down. But, but that hasn't stopped The analysts from coming out of the woodwork and trying to set up drama where there ain't no drama. Storylines where there ain't no storyline. And let's start with Jay Williams. You hear him every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3 with Max Kellerman, uh, as well as your boy, Stone. Your boy. Throw me the damn ball. Yeah. Yeah. Keyshawn Johnson. I thought he was going to throw in the name, but mm-hmm, no, Stone just gave me a yeah. yeah. Well, I like that guy, too. Thank you for yeah, that yeah, contribution. Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. Uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, that did not go as smoothly as I had hoped. Uh, but here's Jay Williams on the prospect of a Heat Hawks first-round series. Yesterday's. Yesterday's, yes. But if they are healthy, and I love the Heat. I think the Heat have by far the best culture. Their culture is up with the best of the best in the NBA, with the Phoenix Suns. But the one thing I've always worried about the Heat is when it comes down to it, down the wire, could Jimmy Butler be that clutch player for them to make shots when you need it the most? I've always thought Jimmy Butler would be a better two option, three option on a championship team. Now, I know they got close in the bubble, but I've never seen him as the primary guy. I know Tyler Hero, guys like that are emerging. I love what they bring from a defensive culture, P.J. Tucker and company, Bam out of Bayou. But if they are healthy with the way Trey Young is involved in pick and rolls, if he gets going... Yeah, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and I think there was a legit chance it could... Yawn, yawn, yawn. That was really annoying to hear. Yeah. I always feel like everybody poo-poos on the heat Mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you talking about Tyler Hero like that when he's obviously the sixth man? Yeah, I I, I worry about Jimmy Butler, and I worry about the heat in the clutch, but... But Jimmy Butler isn't the, the go-to player in the clutch. It's the guy who actually uh, leads the, the Heat in scoring and happens to be the soon-to-be sixth man of the year in the NBA. And Tyler mm-hmm. Hero 
It's not like because he comes off the bench, he's not going to be in in the final five minutes of a tight playoff game. It's not just it's not just Jay Will though. It's also Freddie Coleman who you hear overnights here on ESPN 106.3. Freddie Coleman also thinks that the Hawks could give the Heat some problems. That team, the Atlanta Hawks, they're going to be a very dangerous eighth seed. I'm not going to say they're going to take down the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat is a number one seed. I firmly believe when that series happens, I think the Cavaliers don't beat the, don't beat the Atlanta Hawks on Friday at home. When that series happens, it's going to be a rough series. I think the Heat's going a to win. rough series. But the Atlanta Hawks are going to take years off their life. Okay. I don't have any doubt about it. Mm, if anything, got it. they may be doing the rest of the Eastern Conference a favor by having a tough series against the Heat, a series that I believe the Heat is going to win, and then whoever they meet in the second round is going to be the winner of Philadelphia versus Toronto. That's going to be a bloodbath as well. Mm. It is going to be very interesting, the Final Four of the NBA. But if the Atlanta Hawks beat the Miami Heat in the series, don't be surprised. What does very dangerous eighth seed even mean? Hey, the uh, Sounds like an oxymoron. The Hawks made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year because they had the benefit of using uh, an overrated Knicks squad as a springboard in the first round, okay? <laughs> but but all of a sudden, Trey Young can defeat all. The Hawks are dangerous, despite the fact they're arguably the most disappointing team in the entire <laughs> conference this season. You know what I call the Hawks, Jeanette? You know what I call them? Two words. Okay. Light work. Yeah. We beat them Light through- Work. We've handled them three of the four times we've played them this season. Correct. Why worry now? And the one loss was a two-point loss. Single bucket. And bam, didn't play. You know what I call the Cavs? What? Light work. It doesn't matter. Atlanta, light work. Cleveland, light work. Heat, second round. Book it. Heat in five all the way. Okay? It's not unreasonable. It's a mantra. You got to live it. But it's also real life. Heat in five. I am not worried about the Heat. I am not worried about the Cavs threatening the Heat. I'm not worried about the dangerous Hawks. In fact, here is my my sure thing that I know in this postseason. The Heat are going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals via two losses. There's only going to be two losses in the opening two (laughs) rounds. The Heat will get to the Eastern Conference Finals, dropping only two games in the process. Heat and five. Heat and five, bam, Eastern Conference Finals. That is my sure thing that I know in these NBA playoffs. I'm mean, sticking true to Heat and five, so let's just say it's Philly. You're saying Philly gets one. Philly steals one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, and yep. then Atlanta or Cleveland, they just steal one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can get behind. I mean, or we go a sweep in the first round, and then maybe the Sixers get you in, in to six. I mean, as a bro, as a junkie, I would like to see Philly in Miami go seven because that's the matchup we all want to see, but... Hey, they get it done in five, and they're fresh going into the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. We rock it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's my bold, the one thing I do know. The Heat are getting into the Eastern Conference Finals. Heat and five, heat and five. Or it could be heat and four, heat and six. That's fine. But it all equals heat and five, heat and five, heat and ten. Okay? See where I'm going with the math there? So that's one thing I do know. Now, it's a wide, expansive postseason. Wide playoff picture. Jeanette, you've been locked in. You're seeing how everything's shaping out in the East and the West. What to you is something you're sure of in this postseason? Sure of in these NBA playoffs? I'm going to take you a step further. I think the Heat for sure are going to be in the finals. Oh. Let's go. Hey. I feel like they're the most underrated team. Yes. And then the NBA season, this whole despite their injuries, the the, the backcourt, the the peep, the bench players uh-huh. are stronger than most of the front rosters. Best depth in the East. Preach. Jesus. Easily the most depth. That's what I'm saying. Most depth. So that's why when you're saying, oh, the most dangerous eight seed, what does that even mean and what do they have against It the means heat? light work, Jeanette. It, it means that the only way they come in and steal a game, and if Trey Young goes for a 50 ball, a 45 ball, a, a double-double with 40 points, like that's the only way they steal a but game. But I'm pretty sure Tyler Hero can do that too by himself. I mean, for sure. He can. Exactly. So I think the Heat are going to go to the finals. Best defender in the league, best six man in the league, best depth in the East. Seems like Heat and five. Jeanette says Heat to the finals. <laughs> I'm at least giving the Celtics a chance in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's right, Nets fans. I said the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, but I am sure that the Heat are getting to the Eastern Conference Finals with only two blemishes in their first two rounds. Jeanette? She says she is sure of it. The one thing she is sure of in the NBA playoffs is that the East is represented by the Miami Heat. 
Stone, I'm sure about the heat. Jeanette's sure, more sure than me yes. about the heat. I am. What are you sure about in this postseason? I apologize for steering away from the Miami Heat for a second, but I do think this Boston-Brooklyn series goes seven. I think it goes the distance. It seems like it's one of those inevitable okay. dog fights. Neither of these teams is going to give an inch. I'm so excited for this series. I haven't been this excited for a first round of the NBA playoffs in a long time. All right, so seven games for season nets. Yes. Okay, okay. I think that's very realistic. And so you know this for certain. That thing's going seven. <laughs> yeah, I do, I, knew, right. I do know it for certain. Based off of how they've played this season and what Boston looks like down the stretch and how KD and Kyrie are expected to come perform. I mean, literally, these teams are not going to give each other an inch. And, and this bodes well for Miami. If they have to duke it out, and we have, what, two blemishes you gave them. Mm-hmm. They're going to be worn down. Yeah. Almost. And now, and this is where... where Harry hasn't eaten yet. Freddie Coleman can... <laughs> Freddie Coleman can say all he wants that, oh, the, the Hawks are going to take the life out of the heat in the first round. But why? Why? Can the Hawks get streaky? Sure. Do the Heat have all the weapons they need to control Trey Young? Do they have the sixth man of the year? Do they have the best defender in the league? Um, yes and yes. They're going to be fine. They match up well. It's an with awful the Hawks. matchup. It is for not a good matchup for the Hawks. I would argue, even though they're injured, the Cavs might be a little bit tougher matchup than the Heat. But I think we we all expect that the Hawks probably get through the Cavs tonight. At least that's how it feels. Yeah, but don't be surprised. I mean that that, that game's a pick 'em for a reason. But again, in the long run, it doesn't matter for the Heat. But don't be surprised because Darius Garland he poses the same threat Trey Young does. Like he can go. For what he has to go for. No, not the same threat. Not Not the the same threat. A threat. Not the same threat Mm -hmm. as Trey Young. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Ultimately, Hawks, Cavs, what are we summing them up in as two words, Jeanette? Light work. Light work. That's right. Light work. And it all starts Sunday, 1 p.m. right here on ESPN 106.3. The thing that you're most sure of in the NBA playoffs is what? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, tweeted us at KLV1063. What is the thing you're most sure of in these NBA playoffs? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on social media at KLV1063, because after tonight, we know our first-round matches. We know who's up against whom we know who's going to be uh, tangling starting this weekend and going in early next week it has finally arrived and here's the best part that this season that featured the heat injured through wide 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 stretches no jimmy no bam no tyler hero max Struess playing significant minutes omer yurtsevin playing significant minutes okay and the heat Almost wire to wire, we're the top team in the Eastern Conference. That's not a fluke. I don't care about Kyrie not getting his shots, okay? I don't care about KD's injuries, okay? I don't care about Jason Tatum still trying to come back and get himself to 100%. I don't care about those things. I don't care about the Bucks. I don't care about the defending champions. I don't. I know that the Heat with a G League team, with a guy that should be the coach of the year who doesn't even get mentioned in the same breath as any of the finalists as the coach of the year, Eric Spolstra, Mm -hmm. he led this team, and this team led itself all year long and composed itself as the best team in the Eastern Conference, and I don't care who's getting healthy. I don't care who's now allowed to play. It doesn't change my stance that the Heat have already proven themselves Mm -hmm. as unequivocally the team to beat. In the Eastern Conference. The finals. Into the finals. Taking on the Suns. Right? Suns? Like we suppose it's just going to be the Suns? Yeah. 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 That's fair. R- realistically. Without, without a healthy Curry, yeah. We, yeah. we can say Suns. So, uh, I don't... Uh, again, the addition of Kyrie does not matter to me. The Nets have looked ragged with KD and Kyrie on the floor together. Has there been some good play? Sure. And then you've got the Sixers. We haven't mentioned them yet. <laughs> James Harden. Is he going to play? Is his hamstring going to shatter like a piece of porcelain? Is Joel Embiid ever going to stop complaining about he him thinking that the MVP voting is rigged against him? No. Joel, 
Get the conspiracy theory <laughs> garbage out of your brain. See, Giannis Antetokounmpo is a better player than you are. Just eat it. I would argue human, too. Well, probably. Now, I worry that we're poking the bear with this Philadelphia team. Now, we can write off James Harden. I mean, we're allowed to. He hasn't at all performed the way he thought we were going to. And beat is scary. I mean, you don't want to poke that bear. He's a threat himself. But what has he ever won? What has Joel Embiid ever won? I feel like he's inconsistent. Well, he can't really rely he's largely, on but he, him like He's that. largely inconsistent because... He's won a scoring title as a center. That just screams consistency. Okay, great. That's what he's done. I know they. they but what I mean, is he right, won? They haven't won a what damn he thing. Won? Like, are the scoring l- title's one thing. What has he won? And now he's got old pudgy pants running the point for him. <laughs> pudgy and pants. you never know if he's actually going to be available to play, right? Like James Harden it makes them inconsistent. Since the trade, Seth Curry's been the better point guard with Brooklyn than James Harden has been with Philadelphia. That hasn't changed a thing. If anything, Philadelphia's middled since that trade. Now, I would ask you, because you've already said it, and I know what your answer is going to be, but this is what it will look like, like if you were to put your money where your mouth is. If Miami and Philly square up in a series in the second round, what the bet would be was would be Miami to win minus one and a half games of that series. Would you? And it would be like even money. Would you confidently put your money down on that? Yeah. That's what it's going to be. I am not scared about Bam Adebayo against Joel Embiid. Mm-mm. There is not what is 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 Embiid going to get his? Sure. Oh, he's going to get is his. Is Bam best equipped of anybody in the Hell NBA yeah. to go in a 7 game series toe to toe with Joel Embiid? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Mm. I I absolutely would. I'm not backing down on this. Joel Embiid he can win all the scoring titles he wants. He has never won a single thing in the postseason. Is it all his fault? No. It's not. But that Sixers team, and with that coach, who's the king of home losses in the playoffs, who's the king of seeing 3-1 advantages get canceled out, I have zero. Count it. I'm holding up right now in my hands a big old fat zero. Zero confidence the Philadelphia 76ers are winning the Eastern Conference. That's another thing that I am sure of in these playoffs, is that the Sixers aren't winning the East. You can write that garbage down, okay? You can write that down. You can type it in your phone. I don't care. The Sixers aren't going to the finals. The thing you're most sure of in the NBA playoffs is what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. Now, there's a couple of analysts. Why don't we, why don't we hear from some people that are paid to actually break down the NBA? "Quote unquote insiders, if okay. you will, Jeanette. Okay, let's go. So uh, let's start here with Tim Legler. Tim Legler, who was on with Max Kellerman and Jay Will and uh, Keyshawn Johnson this morning here on ESPN 106.3. Tim Legler, he sort of believes what we believe in that Brooklyn, you might be in some trouble." I think he's going to rise up and be, be phenomenal. And that's why I'm picking him to win the series. If I had doubts about that, or I thought it'd be too a little bit too too big looking across the KD, because I thought there was a time early in KD's career that I thought he kind of felt that way about LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a guy I idolize, man. And, like, going at him and, and having that edge and that look was a little bit much for him early in his career. He obviously got past that. For, for Jason Tatum, I'm sure Kevin Durant is a guy he has idolized. So now, here he is. You're the two best offensive small forwards in the game. You guys are going to decide. Now, Kyrie obviously has a big hand in this, and Jalen Brown also. But it's Tatum and KD, so I think he's going to be phenomenal, and I think that's why I like Boston to get through. Tim Lugler says Jason Tatum is going to pull the Celtics through against the vaunted Brooklyn Nets. How about that? Now's the time for him. Like This is the biggest opportunity he's had in his career yet. He failed the first time around in the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble. Jason Tatum, it's taken him two full years to recover from Bam Adebayo embarrassing him at the rim on that block dunk in the Eastern Conference Finals. He has not been the same until like midway point of this season. So now we see. We see what Jason Tatum is because this, Jeanette, is the ultimate opportunity up against KD, up against Kyrie, who Celtics fans are just going to be on mercilessly in that series. Oh, Mm -hmm. but don't worry, too. That Brooklyn savior Ben Simmons might play in game four. <gasps> but this is the opportunity for Jason Tatum now to prove that he's one of the elite players in this league. And let's not underwrite how 
iconic that block was oh, against him. I uh, would be traumatized like, too. He took his soul for like Absolutely. two years. He was 23 years old when it happened. Like it's hard for me to call a 23 year old a failure. And like, it he's aged still him to 25 out. immediately. <laughs> and a professional a basketball player a failure at 23 is really hard to say. It but is hard to when say. When you see that image you're like ooh, I'm sorry. I mean you know it kept him up at night for, for months. <laughs> Many, for months. I was going to say. For months. Now one thing I'll say about the heat is that I still wake up in cold sweats over how bad Bam was against the Bucks oh, last year in that first round offensively. Series. I mean, he 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 would catch the ball in the post and then look like he had absolutely no idea what to do with it. Keep an eye on that narrative. I know. I know, and I've tried to not have it cross my <laughs> mind, but I have heat PTSD from that. That was awful. That was as as high as you felt on Bam Adebayo. Uh, that was certainly last postseason for him, discouraging in every sense of the word because he was clueless. It's not just ineffective. That doesn't properly describe what Bam Adebayo was in the postseason on offense last year. He was non-existent. He was clueless. A liability. He was a liability. That's a that's an even better word. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. And so. As soon as he touches the ball on Sunday against TBD, hashtag light work, it, it, I, I want to see him attack the rim. I don't want to see him settle for mid-range. I want to see him attack the rim, get to the free throw line, and be the overpowering Bam we know he can be because either team's going to be a favorable matchup for Bam Adebayo offensively yeah, in this first. Clint Capella or Jared Allen. Yeah, if Bam, I mean, listen to those names, Jeanette. If, if, if Bam can't take those guys then the Heat are not a real team like we thought. I think Bam is going to do exactly what you're asking him to. He learned his lesson. He's proven himself all season. There's no reason why he's not going to dominate. If I'm going to hold Joel Embiid to that standard, though, I need Bam Adebayo to, to hold to that, that standard as well. And no he, doubt. I mean, this is a Heat team. Think about it. And this is why I feel great about the Heat. And I know it's not tangible. I get it. But... Were the Heat given any semblance of a chance in the bubble to do anything? No. Not at all. And what did they do? They just took on all comers. And uh, one of the great NBA stories going all the way to the finals. And Jimmy, one of the legendary finals performances against the Lakers. Okay? This is going to be a Heat team that is not going to have Bam Adebayo win Defensive Player of the Year. It's garbage. It's bull bleep. But everybody just wants to uh, suck on the toes of Rudy Gobert and massage him and say, you are a, a great, beautiful defensive player, even though he has deficiencies. I don't know where suck on toes came that from. Was I disgusting. apologize for that. Uh, proverbial sucking on toes. There we go. That's better. Um, and, and Eric Spolstra, picture. not yeah. even in the discussion for Coach of the Year, which is abject nonsense, okay? Um, uh, you've got some analysts who think that Kevin Love should be winning Sixth Man of the Year over Tyler Hero, which is thoroughly That's embarrassing. That's trash. Thoroughly embarrassing, okay? And uh, this is going to be a team with a chip on shoulder because they hear all this stuff, too, that the analysts say, oh, the Hawks are going to be dangerous. The Hawks are going to be dangerous. Who are the Heat going to go to in the clutch? There is no better rounded-out team with more depth and they've shown it all season long, than the Heat. They are the rightful top seed. They have overcome as much, if not more, than every other Eastern Conference team in this postseason. Oh, but Kyrie couldn't, couldn't play at home. Well, one, that's his stupid-ass fault, okay? And two, the Heat and the amount of games that were missed by Bam, by Jimmy, by Hero, all of that is the same as Kyrie Irving missing the time that he did during the course of the year. Yeah, it just you, is. It, I mean, it is. And where do you stand? I have to ask. Are you buying stock on Jimmy Butler, like emerging as a one, as a leader? Because that's no. all I've heard this week. That's all I've heard this week. He can't be a one. He can't be the leader of a team. He's a better number two. Do you think he uses this year this playoff run? Well, as, is, as, is as he a, a vital part of the offense? Yeah, absolutely. But is he the most vital part of the offense? No. And everything changes if Bam can, unlike last year establish himself on offense, Mm. and then you get Tyler Hero going. Tyler Hero is the most dangerous offensive weapon for the Heat. When Hero and Butler are on the ball together, Hero should be handling, and Jimmy should be playing off the ball. Yeah, He should be the, the two option. That is totally fine. That's winning basketball from the Heat. That's when they've been their best. So it's people saying 
that Jimmy, oh, I don't know if he's a number one. I don't know if he can lead the Heat to a title who actually haven't watched the Heat play basketball this year. And let's not forget, they have a championship point guard in Kyle Lowry. We haven't mentioned his name once. This is where Kyle Lowry has shined in his career, is in the postseason, in the playoffs. This is where he's made his money. This, Jeanette, is why you got Kyle Lowry for a situation like this. It's Kyle Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Lowry. You got to well say it with said. the grit. Lowry. Mm-hmm. Well when said. they acquired Lowry, the say were, it right. Lowry. Thank you. They were deemed as a team built for the postseason. Mm-hmm. So you're exactly And they I mean, are. And they are. Like, this is where Lowry like, yes. shows up. This is where he's the most solid. He could end up being the one. He shot best for us down the stretch. Oh, I did us again. I'm sorry. He shot <laughs> You're the on the team? Best. Stone, Stone comes off the bench for the Heat. <laughs> oh, okay. He's part of the G And the Lakers. Yeah, Just, I, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. he's also a Laker, which is weird. It's very bizarre. Weird time <laughs> changes. Yeah, it's odd. No, but I'm excited for Hey, at least, he, at least he only has to focus on one team then in the postseason. <laughs> That's right. Oh, <Wow>. woo! <laughs> what you did there. But uh, this team, and you're right, Stone. We heard in the in the preseason when this team came together, oh, now they're built for the playoffs. Why would any of that change through a season where they gained the top seed in the East? I've never seen a one seed, at least since the Hawks when LeBron was in Cleveland. Not since the Hawks when LeBron was in Cleveland have I seen a one seed so disrespected yes. like the Heat are. I mean, this is ridiculous including the fact that the teams that everybody says the Heat are going to get beaten by, the Heat won the season series from them. 2-1 to the Cavs, 3-1 to the Hawks. They just went on the road and beat Boston. Just went on the road and beat Brooklyn. Just went on the road and beat Milwaukee. Just went on the road and beat the Bulls. What more have they had to prove? What were the odds that we discussed on Monday or Wednesday, Stone, that the Heat have just as... Greatest odds to win. When the brackets were set for the playing tournament and the playoffs, they had the same odds, $200 less than the Memphis Grizzlies to win the title. That's insane to me. It's embarrassing. It's disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. That's why uh, the word I use is shock, according to yeah. that stat, because I really hope the Heat come and shock everybody. Well, the Grizz stock is high because uh, John Morant is becoming transcendent, but also mm. the Grizzlies are just as good when he's not in the lineup. Now, will that translate to the playoffs? I don't know, but I see the reason why that may be the case. But again, you're putting your stock in a team that has that certified superstar name, whereas the Heat don't have that. And I think nope. that's the hang up with some people is that, oh, you can only win if you have the superstar. And that is not accurate. No, and that the Heat proved not that. accurate. And I think the Heat are going to prove that. So I say the Heat get into the Eastern Conference Finals with only two losses uh, tagged to them in the first two rounds of the postseason. Jeanette says the thing she is sure of, the one thing she is sure of in this NBA postseason is that the Heat are winning the East. They are going to the Finals. And Stone says he is more sure of anything in the playoffs that Celtics and Nets are going seven. What about you? The thing you're most sure of in these NBA playoffs is what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. And one thing I'm sure of is that the FAU MBA Sport Management Program is elite. They're the top seed when it comes to postgraduate sport management degrees. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 22 years. It's your path to the sports industry. You want to realize your dream job? Every day I tell you about how to get there. I am giving you advice through your radio that is tried and true and over 22 years has produced products that have been sent into the sports industry that have gone to great heights at executive levels over and over and over again. I can't do any more for you. I would show up and type the web address into your computer, into your browser if I could. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The title sponsor of Ken Levicka Live, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. The thing you are most sure about Going into these NBA playoffs is what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. 
It's playoff time, baby. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Clippers Pelicans tonight. Out for L.A., Paul George, health and safety protocol. Uh-oh. So Paul George is out tonight for the Clips, who are on the receiving end of the Timberwolves winning the pre-NBA playoffs NBA championship the other night. Yikes. Door wide open for Brandon Ingram. Send him packing. Just Clippers doing Clippers things, <laughs> having key players not play and, well, falling short of expectations. Ken Levick alive. End of the work week here on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette Javier, she's in for a second day this week. Woo! I'm Ken Levicka. Friday Night Lights. The Heat, Sunday, 1 p.m. We're talking the things we're most sure of in these NBA playoffs. The most sure of. I think the Heat only have two blemishes on their way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Jeanette says they're winning the East. She is sure of it. Heat are winning the East. Mm-hmm. Stone LeBanowitz says he likes seven games. Celtics, Nets, they're going seven games in round number one. What about you? The thing you're most sure of in the NBA playoffs. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Kyle Sobic tweets, Jeanette's right. Heat and Warriors are a lock for the NBA Finals. Heat and seven with one of the greatest series in game sevens of all time. Kyle Sobic has the guts. I'm putting my hand out to shake it if yeah. you're still listening, Kyle. Thank you so much. He has the guts. How about Tim Legler? He says Celtics are going to beat the Nets. He went on national radio and mm. said the Celtics are beating the Nets. Then there's Jay Will and Freddie Coleman who said the Hawks are dangerous. The Hawks are dangerous. No. Dangerous eighth seed. Yeah. Light work. Light, 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 light work. Light work. Sorry. That's just the way it is. Now, I think it's funny that uh, Jeanette, this is the second time she's done this, uh, she said, oh, man, I I can't wait for Sunday at 1 p.m. I'm glad the Heat are playing then because I'll just put some chicken wings in the oven and uh, we'll be ready to go. So that's the second time that for a big game you have described, Jeanette, that you're just going to heat up some, you're going to make some chicken wings. Absolutely. Chicken wings are your big game food. They're great. They're simple. They're easy. I can mix up the flavors because I I make them. Well, I don't kill the chicken, but I buy the frozen bag of chicken wings and then I put the sauce and I put some rub on it sometimes. I get creative. It's like Sunday fun day, but without being a complete degenerate. What I think is funny is that Jeanette's tried and true game day food is chicken wings, whereas last Thursday we're sitting in this office nobody's doing any work because we're watching Tiger at the Masters and and Stone's like, oh, this feels like the NCAA tournament. This is great. When's the pizza party? So his <laughs> mind with a big game, a big sporting event, immediately goes to pizza. And when you say the term pizza party, I automatically think of like a child's party, yeah, not a sporting event. Like you go to the, Bring the vibe. This is about to age me. You go to the roller skating rink and they have like what's clearly tombstone pizza and they heated it up in an oven and they just cut it there. With the and pitchers like, of beer. Right, right, right. Exactly. And there's, there's three Here's things of two liter soda. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah yes. exactly. Exactly. Uh, what, is, what is your big game food? Because Jeanette. Is chicken wings. And you're downplaying the whole dang thing, okay? She's going chicken wings, whereas pizza party is where Stone goes. What is your big game food? What has to be there? What is the center of your big game culinary universe? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What is your big game go-to food? Because there are divergent thoughts here. Jeanette prepares chicken wings. Is that a better way to describe it? And Stone has a pizza party. And Why am I underselling your chicken wing desires? Because it's an experience. You get the chicken <laughs> well, you wing. You put it on a you- you decide. You put it in the oven. No, no, no. You got to decide what flavor you're going to put with it, too. <laughs> you if season you're put them correctly. R- exactly. Get now, your hands dirty. Don't put no just salt and throw them in the oven like you <laughs> probably salt. do. Kevin. You got to rub them. <laughs> yeah, like what kind are we doing? No, but if you just put like garlic powder and some Parmesan on the chicken wings, that's good enough, right? Of course. Isn't that good enough? For you. 
why are you making fun of me? That's just like garlic parmesan. What's wrong with that? How much garlic parmesan do you put on it? I don't know, a decent amount, enough that I can shake on there and you see it and you put it in the oven. And Why then is- you put extra cheese on top at the end so it gets really messy with it too because my chicken wings experience, it's, it's, a, it's a mess. I don't sit down and watch basketball with like a clean slate of food. <laughs> Jeanette, it needs to get messy. It needs to be disgusting. Yeah, and it needs to be enjoyable. I don't like messy wings. You, whoa, Jeanette, you know when you, you build a relationship with somebody, you're like, you know, let's go out and get wings. Like, you, re- I don't want to go out and get wings with Ken. If he's just <laughs> Parmesan and salt or whatever, it's, it's, it's too plain. He probably, I want it messy. He probably is a chicken wing eater, too, that takes two bites, like right down the oh. middle and throws the whole thing away. No, mm. Yeah, on. right? No. I get I there's I eat like the marrow at the end of the chicken wing like I it is a mess for me up oh, some some time depending how but, juicy they come out I'll eat the bone and I've eaten the marrow inside of the but bone before. here's my problem is I don't like saucy wings because it's too messy like within reason but if that's, I'm gonna dip it in ranch or blue cheese beta stuff man I don't like Ew, I, I don't would... like the sauce like coming off in there like I want something like it's easier if it's just crummy stuff as opposed to saucy stuff when it ha- comes to wings stone have you ever had chicken wings that weren't that weren't messy and were good no exactly Gar- garlic parmesan no and how much garlic <laughs> again I asked you how much garlic parm do you put on your chicken wings I know there's no that that's an oxymoron a clean chicken wing, a not messy chicken wing get out of here with your <laughs> terrible chicken wing takes oh uh, man what? I would not watch a heat game with you ever but I do you just make them for yourself by the way do you sit down and make chicken wings for yourself absolutely and Charles <laughs> Barkley the second my dog is two feet away watching everything making sure I don't drop the any vi- piece with the- a bottle of wine right next to me because I'm not using a glass the visual that I get with Jeanette sitting by herself on her couch while she's got like sauce all over her face mm-hmm. and she's gnawing on the marrow mm-hmm. of the bone of her chicken wing while her dog is sitting right next rubbing to her. her hands on her pants <laughs> I will say this. No heat. Last week, (laughs) last week I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up with Barkley eating bones of the chicken wing and barbecue sauce all over my shirt. That's not good. I thought you were going to (laughs) say, that's not good. I thought you were going to say licking sauce off your face. Like that's how you got woke. My dog has some class, okay? (laughs) Some class, not a lot. Jeanette is is a degenerate. My God. Uh, what is your go-to big game food? Stone says pizza party. Jeanette says wings. Messy chicken wings. Messy chicken wings. I'm fine with either, but my wings need to not be like super messy saucy. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Here's what I think is actually a little bit underrated. I like dips. I like like the, the the Mexican dip where you have the oh, the the, the refried beans, the three cheese, uh, some sour cream up in that. Uh, you you warm it up a little bit. You get some of the uh, the Tostitos like scoop chips. Mm. Let's go. I mean that's, like, that's, you, that's that's veteran stuff. That's veteran stuff. You've been there, done that. Like, I'm just ordering. So is pizza. So is ordering. So is ordering pizza at the door and having a pizza party. I said veteran stuff. What did you think I said? Oh, I thought you meant like that was boring. No. Easy is ordering a pizza and just walking it in the door. Okay. Now, veteran stuff, been here, done that. You're making the dip. You got the wife on dip Mm. duty. I mean, that's, I said that's veteran stuff. I got very defensive and I fully apologize for that. Very, very. Did you hear veteran? Yes, I heard veteran. I'm very sorry. No, I I thought he was complimenting you for once. I was. Stone, I did not mean to go at you like that. I'm sorry, my son. Now, my biggest <laughs> issue with the whole chips and dip, especially if I'm eating it with people, is what chips are you complimenting the dip with? Because mm-hmm. that breaks, like, that makes or breaks the deal. Hint of lime. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay. Now you get bougie with it. Like, now we're <laughs> on the same level. But uh, don't come with that original stuff that don't even have a name on it. No, chips no. are chips. So you, you got to go brand name? Yes. Go with the brand name chips the and with some flavor on what top of it. What about burritos? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> what? Kay, okay, are you all right? So you can't use Fritos with the Absolutely dip? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. is, you've made a lot of old man statements. You literally yell at the clouds. Aren't there scoop Fritos? Jeanette, too? he thinks he's taking the next level and he's crunching <laughs> Cheetos into his dip. Well, I, <laughs> Fritos. Not there, Cheetos, but respect on Cheetos. But isn't Fritos. there a dip recipe where you crumble Fritos yeah, yeah, on there top is. of it? There is. I would hate to see you make a mac and cheese. You put like uh, green beans in mac and cheese, no, don't you? Oh, come on. At this rate, you probably do. No, I like breadcrumbs on my mac and cheese, though. And that's good. All right. That's a controversial topic. Why? 
Sometimes, if it's that good, you don't need breadcrumbs. <laughs> mm. I don't know why you guys are poo pooing Fritos. I'm actually legitimately thrown Who off eats by eats Fritos? When was the last time you bought a bag of Fritos? When I was forced to. Exactly. Or it was like the last one. You know when you get the variety bag and there's like the, there's one more like sour cream and onion and then there's like six Fritos left. You're like, damn it. So everybody got the good stuff. <laughs> Wait, are you saying Fritos are bad? Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're necessarily bad, but they are total bottom feeders down there. If I walk into a house and there's artichoke dip and Fritos. Red flag. Done. Let a boy come up to me with that. Oh, God. I don't, like, uh, are Fritos bad? Like, I didn't realize people thought Fritos were bad. I thought that maybe people would think maybe they're just a little salty, but I didn't realize Fritos were bad. Are Fritos bad? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We are wildly off course right now. All of this because Miss Chicken Wing herself hey. uh, said that she was preparing her game day chicken wings for game one of the Heat and TBD on Sunday. Stone's all about pizza parties and somehow this has devolved into a conversation about the efficacy of Fritos. And I don't understand this. What's your big game food, and are Fritos bad? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, and she's a snob. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Don't forget game one, heat versus light work. Sunday, 1 p.m. right here on your heat postseason home, ESPN 106.3. And the Clippers tonight and the Pelicans, no Paul George in protocols. Playoff P, the P stands for protocols. He can't play tonight. I don't really care about that game, to be honest. I just don't care. I'm fully focused on TBD. Cavs, Hawks, light work bowl tonight in the play-in game. Sunday, 1 p.m. Jeanette will be dining on chicken wings. And whining. Messy chicken wings with a bottle of wine she's drinking straight from on her couch with her dog next to her while she gnaws on bone marrow. Um, Nothing you said is wrong. <laughs> and then Stone is going full-fledged pizza party. But something we've stumbled on here is that both of these people that I'm sharing the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios with right now believe that Fritos are bad. Trash. I don't understand in the pantheon of dipping ships how Fritos are in the basement of this. I get hint of lime. You called it bougie. It's not like these things cost $150 per package. Nope. It's just a little bit of lime salt <laughs> that Tostitos puts on these chips. You realize that, right? I, I, I agree. But it's a little extra spice. It's it a is. Little oomph, you could do you that know? yourself. Buy some Tostitos and then put some lime salt on them. I try to make life simple sometimes and it makes life a little easier to buy it than you see me in the kitchen but putting lime and salt on it. What I things. don't understand is, is Frugal Gourmet over here. She, mm, thank you. She, uh, um, she she is going to crap all over Fritos, but apparently, apparently high-end, classy scale, the Palm Beach equivalent of chips is the hint of lime Tostitos. Because when you brought that up, Stone, she's like, oh, yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I stand by it. What in the I stand hell is by happening it. right now? What is your go-to big game food? Is it chicken wings? Is it a pizza party? Or is it? Something else, and are Fritos bad? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. For the record, I am very pro Fritos. Kevin is in Lake Worth, and Kevin is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Kevin? How we do how we doing, guys? Good. So <clears throat> Ken, I'm I'm normally against you on a lot of stuff, and I'm always for Jeanette. Jeanette's my girl. But <laughs> Fritos with a good taco dip okay. yeah. is absolutely outstanding. Right. Okay. What? Yes. It's a corn chip. Kevin, you're out- better than this. Kevin, you're better than this. No. L- 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 hear me Probably out. Not. Hear me out. Hear me out. 
Fritos is the the seasoning. You are correct. It it has to be with something that is very specific to that seasoning, and the perfect thing for that seasoning is a good taco dip. Okay, so if you have a good taco dip with that Fritos little scoops that they have nowadays, which is like ninety nine cents, so it's not even bougie. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay. You're coming out with the Tostitos lime chips. Like, mm. that's bougie mm. stuff. Yeah, I told you. Fritos is cheaper and with a good taco dip is perfect. Okay? Fritos is but cheaper because it's per- trash. But what's the butt, Kevin? The butt is the perfect, like, game day thing is a good buffalo chicken dip okay. with the t- tost- Tostitos scoops. That is the perfect combination. Okay. Okay. So you're Tostitos Scoops guy in that scenario, and uh, you're going to, to an extent, you're going to stand up for the, the Fritos. That's fine. Now, what one thing I'm increasingly bothered by, though, is you're treating Hint of Lime Tostitos like it is caviar. It is. It's I the caviar of this. chips, Ken. I don't understand this. It's not the caviar of chips. What is not that. Maybe like Florida Blue. Those blue chips. Those blue Get corn chips. Get out of here. This is getting worse. You like How that? How are you going from Fritos to blue chips on uh, game day? Man, that's so well, because, you know, if you had, if, I don't buy the blue <laughs> chips, so if they appear on the table, you're like, ooh, someone went the out of their fact, way to get the blue. The fact that Stone, like, mm. knows right, Florida blue chips. Like, he knows somebody who consistently buys the blue tortilla <laughs> chips. Who, in their mind, <laughs> brings blue Chips to a sporting party. Uh, what kind of person consistently consumes blue chips? I, I think like the grandma, <laughs> grandmother era. Like they, they still like don't want to give that up. Well, Where do you well, stand well, on will... black and red chips that you get in like a restaurant, Jeanette? Because that's never, the same what, family. What is that? Uh, really? How are, how are we on this? And you're not. The, 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 the why thing. do you? Why do you hate chips of color? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Leo is in Riviera Beach, and Leo's on Ken Levick alive. Hi, Leo. Hey guys, happy Friday, happy Good Friday, happy Passover, happy everything. And I love the show, so you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep listening. Appreciate it. <laughs> Even despite but, this, uh, I, ha- I have to agree with with Jeanette and no. Stone. Like, whenever I buy the variety packs, because I'm still eight years old at heart, and I'm still a fat kid at heart, so whenever I buy the variety packs of chips, Fritos is always the last one oh, left yeah. in there, and I basically, and I basically like, throw it away after that. Like, I eat the Cool Ranch, I eat the Nacho Cheese, I eat all the Cheetos, but if Fritos are in there, I just basically throw it away. That's why I was so surprised when my son was like, oh, I love Fritos, and I was like, wait, are you my son? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a but, new son. Yep. Every five years, right? You can trade them in. That's right. You can upgrade. <laughs> but yeah. So, and my go-to, uh, my go-to big game snack or big game food is it's kind of old school. Ever since I saw the commercial of Velveeta block of cheese being melted into the chili, I've oh, always been hooked go. on that. All right. But see, and I like it with spicy, so I gotta add some spicy jalapenos in there. But and you know, Leo, nice you know what chip would go well with chili and Velveeta cheese <laughs> is the Fritos. It's literally made for that, Leo. The Fritos. By the way, uh, uh, Kevin tweets: Lime chips are the seltzers of chips. Like they think it's cool and hip, and it's just sad. Oh, <laughs> oh! I was excited at first. Well, that took a turn. <laughs> they are now, the seltzers, though. If you're so hard up, though, on these lime Tostitos, these hint of lime Tostitos, where does Pringles land in this whole thing? Because they come in a refined tube. They're the, okay. bl- they're the blue collars. The in Pringles. a refined tube. <laughs> Pringles does it isn't for blue collars. Oh, I was thinking of Ruffle Wavy Chips, which are phenomenal. Too those greasy. are those Too are greasy. divine. No. I love it because I Too strategically greasy. no. I I love putting the the dip on top of the waves because the waves hold it. It's like a little carrying. That's case in the for category the of bad breath chips. Like you eat that bag of wavies and it stank. Like it's right off the list. I can't do it. I love it. I love getting strategic with it. It holds extra dip. But where are Pringles in this? If you're so enamored <laughs> with hint of lime, where do the Pringles come into play? Because they're crispy and they come in a tube. 
Pringles always break. So I don't like them. Are Fritos bad? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. To get us back on track, I'm going to read verbatim the heat facts that Stone put together for us so that I can try and direct us back to a, a, a productive conversation. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Ooh, the NBA playoffs about to get underway. We've got two playing games left, and then we know, and we know the path of the beloved, the Miami Heat, Sunday 1 p.m. The heat is risen. The heat is risen. Indeed. Cannot wait. Sunday, 1 p.m. right here on ESPN 106.3. Go to church, and then it's time to go to real church, the FTX Arena, and celebrate as the heat begin the championship run. Heat and TBD. Heat and light work. Doesn't matter if it's the Cavs. Doesn't matter if it's the Hawks. We're going to find out tonight. Who does your gut tell you, Jeanette? Cavs or Hawks tonight? Hawks. Stone? Hello, Cavs. I think they pull it out. You think the Cavs pull it out? I think Darius Garland goes for like 35. Did you say like Hawks? That's how I think you this game's like going to go. You did like half and half. He, did it, he was going to say Hawks, and then he said Cavs, and it came out as like Hawks. Very indecisive. I'm a big Darius Garland fan, so I want them to win. So. Don't forget, Darius Garland's just like Trey Young, according to Stone. He is! They're, they're showing yeah. them side by Jeanette, side right here. Just like it. They're showing them side by side. What's the difference in those stats? Six points? That's probably yeah. 15 more minutes played from Trey Young. Okay. Trey Young averaging 28.4 20. points per game to compare to 21.7 points when per Darius game. Garland, That's two, solid. Two three-pointers. When Darius, Trey Young doesn't come out of the game. When Darius Garland completely takes over a postseason, then maybe he can be just like Trey Young. Uh, I say uh, that the Hawks get through. It'll be uh, <laughs> Heat and Hawks. Sunday at 1 p.m. Now I'm going to definitely think of Stone every time I see Darius Garland doing something. Yeah, go ahead. Turn on the TV on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Baptist Health, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash OrthoCare. Joe is in West Palm. Old John. Joe, John is in West Palm. John is on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> Hi, John. Sorry about that. I'm sorry, man. Um, so it was funny when I heard this on the radio, my inner sack had started doing front handsprings. So <laughs> the, uh, the Frito debate. So, yeah, Fritos usually and like the kids pack, they get left behind. Yeah. But last year I was watching the Masters and I, I wasn't prepared and I took out like six bags of them, <laughs> dumped them in a bowl, threw some chili on top, some green onions, some mm. cheese, melted it, threw some Cholula on top. It's how you dress it up. I mean, Fritos are always going to be left behind, but if you dress them up right, then they're good, they're presentable. But my go-to on a game day always it's going to be pita chips. I know that's probably contrary oh. to what you guys are thinking, but All right. dude, a pita chip, you can pull a baby grand piano out of a bowl of chips <laughs> on a freaking pita chip and it won't break. You're right. You're right. That that's thing why. is an engineering marvel. That That is that yeah, is exactly right. John. Yeah, is... I don't have time for stuff breaking. No. And that's why my go-to is a big old fat pita chip. Jeanette, you, yeah. That's just respect. You gotta my mouth. My mouth literally dropped. Straight respect for yeah, that. Yeah, the pita chip. You're exactly right. It is made of titanium. Boss, it can hold anything. Something chunky. Something saucy. Uh, something heavy. Something layered. Brilliant. Yeah, a pita chip is the most engineered and most dynamic chip there is. Now, now his. Cake. I like. By the way, John, I don't have time for chips that break. 
For sure. <laughs> you know how hard you're eating, how fast you're just yeah, stuffing. That's so good. And especially with dips, you want to put as much dip as possible on a chip. Yeah. Pita chips allows you to take advantage of the whole situation. Oh, for sure. For so sure. Without question. But his take on Fritos, the fact that you need to, to dress it up to make it taste good is a true testament right. to how trash Fritos uh, are. So Fritos, apparently, it sounds like the audience doesn't think Fritos can stand alone. But I'm trying to figure out. Why? Is it because they're too salty? Because my experience has been, I can eat Fritos standalone, but they're they're salty. They are exceedingly salty, but some people swear by that. So I don't understand the disconnect here, unless they're greasy and salty, because they can be greasy as well. They're just disgusting. You're overthinking it. <laughs> oh, man. So good. But But how you dress them up, that's a great point. If you put the right thing on top of them, then that works. A good chip doesn't need to be dressed up. It's good by itself. It's good solo. Okay, now I have a family dilemma with that. Speaking of dressing foods up, my dad is, is, is 55, I, I think. And every time he eats, he puts no sauce. Oh when it's salad, no dressing. He doesn't touch anything we lay out. Tacos, it's just ground beef and the hard shell. What? It's ground beef and the flour tortilla. He doesn't put anything in his reasoning, which, like I said, he's 55 years old, and I heard it two months ago. He finally told me. Like, when he eats salad, he just orders the wedge and just crunches away. No dressing or anything. He is said, your father a rabbit? He, he literally is a rabbit. He loves himself some carrots. But he's a military guy. So that's why I always what the, the answer was, right? He's never had sauce on stuff. He's never given it, but that's not the reason. Is that a thing in the military that they don't use sauce? Yeah, because they just rip open whatever pack of food, you know, is on the list that day, and they just chomp away. I just, I never heard, oh. uh, hey, Navy SEAL, thank you for your service, and thank you for not eating sauce. Like, I, I've never heard of that before. No, my sister's in the Air Force, and she eats everything. <laughs> So, so my dad's reasoning was that anytime there's sauce or dressing on it, that's what you're eating. He says, if you dip a chip in salsa and take a bite, all I taste is the salsa. I'm not tasting the chip anymore. If I have a piece of steak and I put A1 on it, all I can taste is A1 well, going down. Like a good steak shouldn't need sauce. Sounds like a huge personal problem. Yeah, but also too, who likes the taste of like spinach or salad, which tastes like nothing. The whole point of salad dressing is to actually give that taste. He says he hates tasting Caesar because then he forgets the taste of the lettuce. I feel like he just There's hates... There's no taste for lettuce! He just hates tasting things. Like, he, if it tastes like something, he's not going to like yeah, it. Yeah, he's Especially able. that taco take. The beauty of a taco are the different the elements. Spices. You know how embarrassing it's it is? cheese and the... I could not be seeing an... Any form you might of as well just stuff a hamburger in a shell and call that a taco. Hamburger, big one. He gets a hamburger and he doesn't get any cheese and it's the bun and he and he eats it. Well, that's it. called a hamburger. And it's embarrassing. But but yeah, but, but you need onions. You need this. You need uh, that. It's the chemistry of the ingredients right. inside that make Boy, it so delicious. Your dad um, is a terrible eater. Yeah. A horrible. I have eater. great respect, and, and you were raised extremely well. You have a good parental unit, but that's like serial killer stuff. It's embarrassing to go out and eat with him. I swear. We go to a Mexican restaurant, and he's the guy with the the hard tacos with nothing and on. And as them. a <laughs> server, I would be questioning <laughs> yeah, his decision. You put the, the order whole time. And the chef's like, uh, all right, all right. He's dumb. You're putting ground. It, it, it's psychotic. I would be like, you sure about this, sir? Wait, does <laughs> you any, sure? Does anybody else have uh, a, a, a something like Stone's dad, where they they <laughs> are? just bereft of sauce, that they don't believe in sauce, that they don't eat salad dressing with a salad, they don't eat sauce on pasta, they don't put anything on a burger. Is anybody else like this? Because I need to ask you, have you committed 10 homicides in the last <laughs> two months? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. I've never met anyone mm -hmm. over the age of mm -hmm. five who goes sauceless <laughs> like this. My sister used to eat plain pasta my four-year-old sometimes eats plain pasta. I've done that. That's it. Yeah, he's a big plain pasta guy. Doesn't like the butter. Not even butter? Not even butter. What is going on? I could not be around anybody like that. Like, Imagine being his wife. I couldn't marry somebody what, what, like that what, what at all. Do you, what do you make them? No offense to your mom. How do you explain like, that to your, like, say you have family friends and you're making like a dish and you make a big pasta dish, a big Italian dinner, right? And your friends come over and everybody has this delicious <laughs> lasagna and you just slap one plain lasagna noodle on your, your spouse's <laughs> plate and you say, here you go, honey. My, and they're looking at it like, what in God's name is happening? My very Dominican family would question all of my decisions in all facets of my life. And I, if I bring home a boy... 
who all he wants is a plain pasta. Like, here's some rice, here's some beans, here's some cheese, here's some chicken with a bunch of, like, 50 things on top of it. And, and you see this guy. <laughs> and you see this boy that I bring home scraping oh, everything man. off of the chicken or anything. That, that is, would be the most offensive thing I could do. That's insane. Who else goes without sauce on their food or without anything other than the patty on their burger? Or the ground beef in their taco. Just, just ground beef? And it, does he eat cheese with the taco? Does he eat lettuce straight? You might as well. Yeah, he, he's like freebasing on lettuce. <laughs> he, <laughs> a he, legit he, rabbit. He orders the wedge. I don't even know anybody who orders the wedge, but he gets the wedge and he takes the butter knife and the fork and he stabs and he just, you know, gives himself <laughs> some biting size like pieces. And then I, it's him over there on the corner of the table. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just eating the, the lettuce I would every s- time. I would stare in complete uh, awe and it'd be creepy because all I do is, is stare at on? him. And he says the military is why he does that? Yeah, uh, yeah. He was a Navy diver, and he was a um, a captain on a submarine. So he's, so a, he's badass. a bad. He's a bad he's man. A bad he's a genuine dude. badass. Yeah, but he eats lettuce by itself. His food takes are also bad. Holy crap! <laughs> uh, Bill is in Boynton, and I want to make sure Friday Night Lights. He's on one. Uh, he's not even paying attention. Bill, I hope this is Bill. You're on Ken Levick alive. Hi, Bill. Hey, the guy ought to just eat the box or the package. Way, way it sounds, it'd come out better. Yeah, just open the package and shout out off of that. That's insane. Yeah. I've never heard of anything like that before. Like, it, it, pardon me if I'm wrong, Bill, but the whole point of salad dressing is to give salad taste, right? That's the whole reason it exists. Yeah, give it flavor, a little flavor. <laughs> like anything. Right, but um, you got to get the, if you're going to get Fritos, they got to be barbecued, or then if you're going to have dip, get the bar- uh, the ones with the, the scoops. Okay. But other than that, no, no, no Fritos. Scoops or barbecues with the Fritos. Perfect. Excellent. Bar- barbecue Fritos get a pass with me. Those I can, those I can, I can let go down. Why Jeanette? ruin something as beautiful as barbecue with a Frito? <sighs> what a hater. What a hater. I said it, <laughs> and I stand by it. Come George me, is in Boynton. George is on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, George. A reminder, the NBA playoffs hey, in like six seconds. Hey, well, uh, talk to me, George. I got my wife's family from Oklahoma, and they put gravy on their lettuce, on their salad. Gravy? Like, oh. like thick, like brown gravy? gravy. I, could, I couldn't believe it. What? <laughs> that actually might be more serial killer behavior than Stone's dad with the no <laughs> salad dressing. I mean, if there's one way to make a salad unhealthy, it's to put flat-out brown gravy on it, not gravy. light gravy. So, so wait, what? when you saw this the first time, what was your reaction? I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I freaked out. Did you question it? I'm anything? like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Why are you doing Is that balsamic? It's crazy. <laughs> is what? that balsamic? <laughs> that, is, that is insane. I appreciate the call. There are some freaks out there. Honey, honey, that's not the balsamic stuff out there. (laughs) Um, By the way, we've got to get to Pat Lawler in a second here, Um, (laughs) our sports agent and sports law insider, for his chip and sauce takes, apparently. Uh, I want to make sure that everybody understands that, yes, the NBA playoffs begin in like, oh, I don't know, five minutes. And so uh, that's what I intended to talk about for near two hours today, but apparently wasn't in the plans, wasn't in the works. Um, But I've noticed that... All good radio shows, all respecting radio shows, they have an hour that has a name Mm -hmm. attached to it. So uh, when we give way to Barton Hahn every day at 2 o'clock, their 2 to 3 stone is their two to three is is the power hour, the right? The power hour. Yeah, the power hour. That's the way Bar Scott says it. Um, and then Josh Cohen and the home team at 5 o'clock every day is their um, cocktail hour, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I, it, Stone and I were talking yesterday after the show. We don't have an hour that has a name, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think that the, the, um, the most obvious one at 1 o'clock would be the lunch hour. Right? Yeah. People are going to lunch. It's a, a, a relatively common lunch time. But it also means because if you have an hour that has a name, you need a, a sound effect that's going to grab people's attention. Like you said, Bart's got the power hour. Uh, the, the cocktail hour on the home team has Frank Sinatra. And uh, you just know that the hour is starting. And I was thinking, 
what's the best way to um to 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 encompass the lunch hour here on Ken Levick Alive? And this is um this is what I came up with. Let's let's do a little let's do a little uh, preview. Coming back from break at one from now on, a little preview how we're coming in. This is a woman eating sloppy joes with her mouth open. Listen to her. Heavy breathing, breathing. heavy too. Like listen closely. Listen closely. Let's hear it one more time. Listen to her breathe while she chews. (laughs) Swallow. You know, but we were talking about foods. That'll be me watching the heat game with my chicken wings. Oh, hey, crank this, crank this. I can't even listen to this anymore, y'all. So this is gonna be our lunch hour sound effect. Is that woman eating sloppy joes and breathing heavily and gulping? Welcome to the lunch hour. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.